another edition of the Monkey Knife Fight Show here on Sharpside. I'm Turk Ferguson. I'm bringing some of my favorite props over on Monkey Knife Fight. Haven't signed up for it yet? Making bad life choices? Sign up using promo code GRINDERS. Get a free 100% deposit bonus. On your first $50, it's free money. All you got to do is play through it in his years. You don't even have to do any research. Just watch these videos multiple times a week. Throw in these props and let the money roll in. Got form day all from the Monday Night Football game. Before I get to that, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Sharpside channel so you know exactly when these videos come out. Got four of you today, so stay tuned. All right, let's get to my first prop. It's a two out of three rapid fire in the Green Bay game. All right, so we got Cousins going up against Adams. Total fantasy points here. Cousins getting a half fantasy point. Not a huge amount of edge with this one, but there is a slight amount of edge. Cousins, I have projected for more fantasy points than Adams. Yes, this is a PBR site, but Adams, not an easy match. Going up against the Minnesota Pasty. Green Bay Pasty, also a little bit better than that versus the run, but still, like Cousins quite a bit here without Madison and without Cook in the lineup here. They're probably going to rely a little bit more on the past. They have both Cook or Diggs and Thielen in here. So Cousins, I think, has a better day than Adams. Next up, Rodgers versus Jones. Tough one here again, but Jones in the split backfield with Jonathan Williams. Yes, he had a few massive games, but the majority of the time, Rodgers is going to end up winning this prop. He's giving up three and a half points, and I currently have him projected for around four to five more points than Jones here. So a little bit of an edge here, like it. Where all the value comes, or where a lot of the value comes, is Boone versus Diggs here. Green Bay, very susceptible to the run. Gives up a lot of targets, a lot of receptions to opposing running backs, and Boone's actually a good running back here. He's getting one and a half points, and I have him pegged for three more points than Diggs here. So massive, massive value with Boone here. Getting 1.5 points. It's a pretty much a lock mode, so you just got to win one of the other two here, which should happen. All right, guys, next up, we have my second prop. It's a two out of three, more or less, or over under, in the Monday Night Football game. All right, so we got Adams over under 18.5. I'm taking the under. This number is a little bit too high. Minnesota has a good defense. I have Adams pegged for around 16 to 15 points here. I don't think Adams comes close here. DK scoring minus the bonuses for 100 yards. I don't think he ends up with a touchdown. He may end up with seven receptions at 100 yards. That's still not going to get him there. So he has to get a touchdown in order to get there. I don't think that happens here. I'm taking the under. Next up, Cousins over under 18.5. Yes, I'll rely a little bit more on Cousins than they normally would with the injuries to the running backs here. But I don't think Cousins ends up with 18.5. I think he ends up around the 16 range. A lot of volatility that could happen here where he could get over but most of the time he's going to end up right around the 16 point so i'm taking the under next last up rogers over under 17.5 again not an easy match going up against minnesota pass defense game script probably does favor him there's a four and a half point total on this but still that's not enough to expect them to be passing huge volume later on in the game against this tough pass team gonna rely a little bit on the running game he gets less than 17.5 all right, next up, we have my third prop. It's a two out of two, more or less. All right, so kind of went through this a little bit, but Jones over under 14.5. I'm taking the under here. Have him pegged for around 12 to 13 here. He has to get a touchdown or for him to break this, even if he does. Not even certain that he's going to end up getting over 14.5 if he gets a touchdown. Again, Minnesota pasty, very, very good. A little bit of value on this. And I think that he ends up with the under. But where all the value comes from is Boone over under 13.5. He's the main workhorse in this backfield. Madison shouldn't play. Cook is out. Matt Boone is going up against the team that gives up a huge volume of targets to opposing running backs. Minnesota loves to run the ball. Boone's actually a good ball carrier. Probably has a good amount of touchdown equity. Boone should crush 13.5. All right, last up, we got my last problem of the night. Before you get to that, again, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Sharpside channel. But let's get to my... Last prop of the night. It's a two out of two rapid fire. All right. I already went over both of the first two of these in the previous one, but I'll do it again. Cousins versus Adams. Yes, it's a full point PBR site, but I have Cousins pegged for more points than I do for Adams. So getting 0.5 offers some value, and he's at a position where there's more consistency. QB is way more consistent than wide receiver is. There's tons of volatility with the wide receiver. And yes, Adams does have the higher ceiling, but the floor is so much higher for Cousins. He ends up winning this six to seven out of ten times. Rodgers versus Jones here. Jones getting three and a half. All right, went through it. Really like Rodgers here. Jones in the split backfield. It's a tough matchup here. Less volatility with quarterback than there is with running back, especially when there's a split backfield with Jonathan Williams. So you take Rodgers, you give up the points, and you move on. All right, guys, thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back again tomorrow giving you some NBA props. I'm out of here. See you, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings.
is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical on me, it is 520 on the East Coast, 220 on the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time, which of course we decided with the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called It's called Grinders Live and it's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Joining me today, first, uh, I'm going to have Blender lead off. Blender, what's going on, dude? How's uh, you're, you're playing the role of Kyle? Uh, Downgrade. Kyle has a family. I, I have a family. I just don't like my family. So he's doing stuff with his family. I'm doing stuff with my family tomorrow, but there's no slate tomorrow. So that it's perfect. It sets up perfectly. We're going to my mother-in-law's place. They, they do Christmas the night before and open up all the presents even before like Santa comes because no one cares because everyone knows Santa's not real. What? Dude, why are the what? What? Come on, man. There's children. Santa shouldn't be in body parts. Don't say that Santa has an ankle injury. Whose lap did I sit on then? I can't believe. Yeah, Grant, you might have to. That's a whole other conversation probably. But, I mean, we don't want a time for pleasantries, but I feel like you definitely know the cat of the bag. What Tooth Fairy you can confirm, though, right? Tooth Fairy's in? Uh, no, two- you don't. Don't play the Tooth Fairy and Santa in the same lineup. You're, you're going to get zero points. They don't correlate well? They don't correlate <laughs> well at all. <laughs> oh man uh yeah it's weird there's no basketball tomorrow of course christmas on wednesday let's get this on the way just in case we don't say it merry christmas uh everybody enjoy your christmas enjoy your holiday enjoy your hanukkah festivus kwanzaa, kwanzaa whatever works for y'all have a have at it enjoy yourselves enjoy your break from the nba tomorrow it's gonna be weird i was looking at the schedule as well like no dubo on uh on tuesday uh grant we got 11 games that's what because always playing tomorrow it's uh we had some news break just before the show as far as body parts you were excited to uh Update me because, of course, you uh, very much care for the body parts, which we'll give in a second as far as who's in, who's out, and who is questionable. Do we, uh, do we have a case of the Mondays? Are we all good today, Grant? I mean, I work every day. So tomorrow will be the first day I haven't played DFS since basketball season began. What do I do with my life? I don't know. Um, go volunteer somewhere. Uh, that's not nice. Yeah, you can leave the house and put on pants and the whole thing. I mean, I could um, volunteer without putting on pants. Well, I mean, I don't know what you're volunteering for. I meant, like, good for the community, not necessarily. Volunteer at the local deja vu. <laughs> yeah, it's amateur night on Tuesday afternoon. Maybe they'll give uh, like, you, like, a free buffet or something You know, you know glitter. Like <laughs> uh, I'm going to see a movie in the afternoon. How about that? With our producer, Simon. How about that? Simon can confirm it right here. It'll be good times. Uh, do you want to mention fantasy draft? What are you seeing, though? Show? What are you seeing? Well, I'm not going to see the movie you already saw. Yeah, no, what? Well, I've seen a lot of movies. Are you seeing Jumanji? No, why would I see Jumanji? Are you, what am I, 12? Why would I see Jumanji? Wait, are you? Uh, Jumanji 2 is fantastic. <laughs> okay, I'm sure it's great. But it's got like a 90% on Rotten Tomato. I'm sure it's fantastic. There's a lot of stupid people out there. They can rate it to that movie crap. I mean, come on. Is that the audience oh, score? Is that, is that like the review? Who cares? Is that the audience score? Or is that the reviewer score? Uh, the reviewer score is 70%, which is Yeah, it's a little sharper. Good. A little sharper. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very funny, very good movie. It's funny. It's okay. hilarious. It's got Danny DeVito, Jack Black, The Rock in it, Kevin Hart. They're all likable people, but I still don't want to see that movie. Um, well, you're dumb. <laughs> We're going to see You, know, you know what's funny to get back on track? Oh. Uh, Blake Griffin is on track to play Monday, and if you watched him play, it's hilarious. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, funny. I thought you were making a joke about him being a, com- a comedian. Did you do you feel a, a like a, an affinity with him? You know, being a comedian uh, in that sort of world, do you feel like you should play some Blake for that reason? Well, no. I don't play my lineups based on me being a comic. <laughs> I play it based on me trying to make some money. <laughs> uh, that is a, a that's a good segue to the body parts. Do want to mention by the way, Christmas Day, uh, Fantasy Draft. Of course, you guys know Fantasy Draft, the only place that has uh, no rake, which is good times there. You don't play rake over there. You get up to I think a hundred dollars a month. Uh, you can just play, and then if you pay any more than hundred dollars, then you play a uh, membership fee. Which if you do the math, it really works out in your favor because rake is high at a lot of places, and it's zero on Fantasy Draft if you, if you take full advantage of it. Uh, they have a $40,000 Christmas Day pick and roll, which uh, it locks 12 o'clock on the East Coast. And I believe the Lakers play 8 o'clock at night, and both uh, LeBron and Davis are questionable. So, fun times. Yeah, <laughs> no be... late swap. That's going to be real interesting. <laughs> that will be a lot. Of... You I feel like it. on other sites, it's like kind of easy. You're like, all right, just leave. Play the more expensive one, and if he sits, then you play the other guy. And if they both sit? The LeBron's and... playing on Christmas, of course. He has to, right? That's... I mean, it's not on Taco Tuesday. Oh, that's a fair point. Um, <laughs> it's right after Taco Tuesday. He might have some indigestion. Yeah, he might have whatever uh, Joe Mixon had yesterday. 
Uh, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about the 11 gamer. Enough shenanigans. Body parts before we dive in and break it down game by game. Uh, John Collins, he's back from his PEDs. He's gonna be, he's gonna play tonight. They're saying full minute, full minutes right out the go. So like 30 to 35 or so. Washington, uh, I don't know. They're Washington's down to like how many bodies at this point? That Gary Payton is now a, a member of the, his son. I should be clear, not the glove. Um, uh, he's uh, been called up for Washington. Davis Bertans is out with his quad. Uh, you know, Wagner's still out. Uh, it two is out with a uh, he's out with a frosty. Sure, let's call it that. Why not? Uh, Justice Winslow's out with his back still. Detroit is a mess as well. Actually, not as much as they used to be because we just got confirmation that Blake Griffin, despite having the fish, he's and Rose is probably going to play. Yeah, so Rose is probable. Bruce Brown has a calf, but he's probable. Woods expected back with his knee. He's probable. The only one I'm really seeing out is the Nard dog. Uh, Luke Kennard is out with his knee. Sabotis is probable with his hip. Jeremy Lamb just got upgraded to a probable with his groin. Malcolm Brogdon downgraded to questionable with his groin. Uh, Joel Embiid had the fish, so he is questionable. Jonas Valanciunas questionable with his foot. Larry Nance is out because he has a knee. Uh, Taj Gibson had the fish, so he's questionable. Marcus Morris is doubtful with his Achilles. Eric Pascal's got a, quiz, a, a, a knee, so he is questionable. Uh, little dog, Glenn Robinson, questionable with his ankle. Phoenix, uh, we have Rubio back from the fish. He's probable. Aiton out with his ankle. Carmelo's got a knee, so he's questionable. Bogdanovich, Sacramento Bogdanovich is questionable with his ankle. Shabazz Napier, who's going to be a, potentially a chalk de jour play, is questionable with the fish as well. And teammate Cat has the knee, so he is questionable. And Blender, it's all questionables. This is going to be a fun slate for sure. Just throw it everything in the air. Just include everyone in the pool and hope everything games for the best. At least on DraftKings, you could always you could always late swap or anything. I don't necessarily think uh, a lot of the stuff later. Uh, Maybe Minnesota matters. Yeah, dang. Yeah, Minnesota will matter with Towns as well as Napier because, I mean, he's cheap on DraftKings at 3,400. Uh, I mean, you could always pivot off if you're going to plan on playing him. But I think the, the the main the focus of this whole slate on on 11 games is focusing <laughs> on, on the Wizards-Knicks game. Welcome to so, DFS. Right, as far as DFS is concerned. So just understand, like uh, – like if, if you're playing a lot of other games outside of Washington and, and New York, like you're going to be different in GPPs. But like, like if, if, if your lineup in GPPs have like five guys from this game, you, you're going to have to find some some way of getting different in a large field GPP because uh, I, I I actually think that this the the, the Washington Knicks game goes over owned uh, because there are, uh, the, the Washington has like five G League guys. And we're just going on to the assumption that they're just going to play the non-G League guys as much as possible. But you never know. I mean, it, it, Schofield could could end up with 10 points. I mean, that Pesegniks, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Pasternak's. Well, wait, Pasternix. is Schofield not the G League? I thought he was one of your G League guys. Schofield, yeah, but which, he which is. I'm he just saying any of these G League guys yeah. could, for, for under 4K could go for 30-plus points, but they could also go for eight points. So if you're jamming in these lines, Ish Smith at 4,500 looks like a – like in cash, you just you just throw him in. But I mean, I would not be shocked if Smith only had like twenty seven points, which is still fine for the salary, but it doesn't win you a GPP at fifty percent ownership. And then Beal is is normalish price. Yes, he's going to have a ninety three hundred on DraftKings and then fantasy draft equated salary. You know, he could end up with fifty points. Well, what's fine, his usage tonight? Guess his usage time. Thirty six percent, maybe. Take the over on that. Smash yeah, I will over. absolutely smash the over. Um, but you, you did mention as far as the late games. Uh, again, this is ten o'clock on the East Coast, Portland. If Melo doesn't play, there's a route for Labissiere gets opened up and base border to a degree as well. But Scott Labissiere is a good fantasy appointment player. It's a good matchup as well. And if he sees like 25 minutes, he becomes a really interesting value. But again, that's something we won't know until later. Uh, let's go ahead and break it down game by game. We do have some information as far as Indiana we just talked about, but now we have some wonkiness with this uh, wrench as far as Brogdon being downgraded to questionable. 211 is the total here. It's not a very appealing number. Toronto versus Indiana. Toronto, uh, one of the few teams on the back-to-back tonight. Nobody in the front end, of course, because there is no games tomorrow of the back-to-backs. Um, let's, let's start with the Indiana side, Grant, because Brogdon's questionable, so who knows what's going to happen there. Lamb is in, so I guess Aaron Holiday takes a big hit. It's a bonus. Um, He's a really solid, rock-solid play. He was upgraded to the Pro Bowl as well. Uh, you know, again, he's clearly separated himself from Turner as being a better play. And then the Toronto side, you know, minutes equal money. These guys all play a ton of minutes. The, 
the price is kind of sort of somewhat adjusted to a lot of them. Of course, they came back yesterday. Their minutes were pretty wonky because their second unit absolutely crushed last night. They're down 30 grand, 30 points. They came back on Dallas. They spotted Dallas 30, still came back and won with the help of, I think it was an RHJ and Boucher uh, off the bench in closing. Grant, Toronto, Indiana, what say you? I mean, I still think there are a lot of viable parts in this game here. I mean, just looking at Cal Lowry alone, 8,800, we know that he's going to play upwards of 38 minutes in this game in all likelihood. I know it's not a great matchup. I know that it's not going to be that high scoring, but Lowry at 8,800, I don't care what the matchup is. He's still a guy that that you can absolutely look at in tournaments. I know there are a lot of other guys in the same range that are good plays, but Lowry probably comes in a little bit lower ownership. Same thing with Ibaka. 7,700, like he absolutely has some upside with that. Probably a little less so than Lowry, and I'd be a little bit less, I'd be a little bit more hesitant to play him. But Ibaka, even in this matchup, can still crush. RHJ would be the main guy I would look at, though. 4,500. Aubrey's in salary relief. He could end up with enough minutes to just absolutely crush his value here. Like if he ends up in the high 20s, he's going to be one of the best plays on the entire slate here. Mostly just for GBPs, because there's no reason to go there with him in cash. Like absolutely no reason at all. So don't mind him and then Boucher, 3,500. If you need a cheap guy, don't mind it. Obviously, he had 40 in the last game. I don't expect that to happen anywhere close to that to happen again, but still a guy that could end up getting some minutes. So Toronto, just because of how few body or how many bodies are out in this one, I think all these guys are very viable plays in tournaments. Yeah, so the first problem with Lowry is Lillard is in a better spot and cheaper. Um, and so ownership, that, of course, literally all that does is lower ownership. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to finish the sentence, but that's basically the thought process there. Like, Lillard's a better play. But if you want to play the math, and I'm sure Blender will talk about it as well in a second. Uh, the other thing is, is maybe Toronto changed their starting lineup. Maybe they'll change their starting lineup facing Indiana two bigs. And, you know, we've seen, you mentioned Boucher, and he's basically just playing backup five. And just behind Abaka, Abaka played 24 minutes last game. And again, I think Boucher grabbed the other 24. And, you know, against Indiana, a bigger opponent with Turner and Savonis, maybe they throw McCall to the bench. And they start a guy like a, you know a guy like a RHJ or something like that. I don't know. I'd like to see something on this. I'm just kind of speculating, but those guys are just having a hard time getting minutes. And RHJ projected for 23, and Boucher at 17, really strong fantasy point minute player. But if you're not in the court, it doesn't matter. Uh, Blender, yeah, speak to that thought as far as Lowry versus Lowered because you would concede. And I get the number, the math, all that kind of stuff concedes that Lowered better matchup, better play. Lowry might play a few extra minutes, but Lowered plays a ton of minutes too. Uh, how are you handling that? Uh, just in your exact comparison, if I look at the RG projections, uh, Lowry's 80th percentile outcome is a 52 points. Lillard's 80th percentile outcome, which is a 20% chance, is 67 points. It's a lot. It's a 15-point difference. So I know Lowry's projected at 2% ownership. I mean, you have to compare the ownership also because Lillard's going to be much more popular. Uh, the only interest I have in uh, the the – let's start with the Pacers. The Pacers, I'm either playing Sabonis – or I'm if Brogdon is out, I'm looking more towards like McConnell or Holiday, possibly to throw him in. I don't, I don't think they're forty two hundred and forty four hundred. It's not like they're not smashes or anything. Uh, and then I, I'm with you when they're playing. They're playing two bigs. They've been playing teams with only one big on the court. Yeah. So uh, if I think I think I'm more likely to rotate uh, Boucher and RHJ. Not play them both together, and then see. Hopefully, play. I I don't want. I'd rather Boucher share the court with Abaka. But if he's just going to play backup center minutes, I have no interest. But there is a possibility that maybe they do play side by side, or obviously they play bigger with RHJ. So, like to me, yeah, the other Raptors are fine. I mean, if you the raw points wise, okay, I get it. It's an 11 game slate. I have to be a little bit picky. I'm more likely to try to take shots on the cheaper guys and, you know, play, play the RHJs, play the Boucher's, uh, maybe use Sabonis who has, you know, some, some upside in this matchup. And, uh, you know, I, just, it's the pricing. Like I would be on board with Lowry if he was like a 1000 cheaper. Uh, Glenn Robinson officially out for what it's worth. And I just uh, fire up the old court IQ here at RG and, they played together side-by-side before this season. Abaka and Boucher have played 53 minutes together, for what it's worth. And the opponent suggests that this might happen again. Uh, it's probably something that you're betting on in tournaments because the floor for Boucher is maybe 15 minutes. Uh, so, like, you know, he's a really good player. You know, he's, he's cheap, but you got to get in the court. How about the Indiana side? What do you feel about the as far as the Brogdon situation? If he doesn't play, 
What does that do for you? I there, just Rob? said, I just said you play holiday or McConnell. Oh, which holiday? Just to be clear. Oh, 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 Aaron holiday. Yeah. That's, that's a better way, but whoever starts. Grant, you got anything else as far as this game? You have, you have any thoughts as far as Indiana? No, I mean, not really. I mean, if Brogdon doesn't play, maybe his bonus gets a little boost on the second end of the back-to-back. I don't think he's really the right guy to go with. So it's it's pretty much, yeah, if Brogdon's out, you can play Holiday. But there's so many cross-off games on this 11-game slate. It's ridiculous. That's a good segue. 207 is the total for the Bulls and the Magic. The Magic are a five-point favorite. Uh, anybody like a Bull? Five, four, Levine's three. fine. He's fine. Yeah. Jordan, you like to get goofy sometimes. Uh, is this goofy enough or no? It's too the, goofy. The only, the only reason I'd be looking at Bulls is because, like, if I'm going to play Vooch on, on one side, especially on FanDuel, like, maybe you play a guy running it back. But, I mean, who would that be? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> yeah, I guess Levine has the highest ceiling, but, I mean, Markinen, but, I mean, he's going to be facing Isaac and Vooch. So, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, I, they're all going to be low owned. If you want to take a shot, so be it. But I don't see on eleven games late. I, quite possibly, I don't have a bull in my entire play pool. I don't think I will either. And you can play Vuk a, a la carte, right? You're fine with him just playing without a bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, Gordon's in play also. I think Gordon and I. I think they're front court. The Bulls are the worst rebounding team in basketball. The game has a very low total in comparison to the rest of the games. But I think any of the front court players could get a you know enough rebounds that they pay off their salaries. So, like, to me, the only the only, the only, only targets I see in this game are Vooch, Gordon, and Isaac. Yeah, the Bulls are a little bit defensively uh, better defensively than you might think. Uh, they're, what, ninth currently in defensive efficiency. But you said, as far as a rebound perspective, they are third worst as far as yielding rebounds. Uh, fantasy points allowed collectively, they are uh, 17th worst. So, it's not a good match. It's not like a bad matchup, but it's not like it doesn't really jump off the page. Like you said, it's better for the bigs as opposed to uh, guys in, in the backcourt as well. And, that does shape up well for Book, who's especially cheap on Vandal, I think. You can certainly play him on Fantasy Draft and DK as well. Uh, and then you mentioned Isaac. I think another guy who's cheap on, on Fandle, and also he's really good with the uh, the old stocks. Uh, you know, three points there, uh, take advantage of that scoring. It's an 11-gamer, Grant. Uh, anything else that's worth saying here? Did you have a thought as far as the magic, or it's basically going to be redundant and saying the same things we're saying? Yeah, it's Vooch. All right, so let's move on. Uh, Philadelphia, Detroit, 215 and a half as a total. Detroit is a seven point dog at home. Uh, we just talked about the Detroit side. Basically, everybody's in with the exception of uh, Kennard. Everybody's in, and they have a tough matchup here against Philadelphia. Uh, it, it is especially tough under the presumption that Embiid is a go. Uh, Embiid versus Drummond, certainly an interesting, interesting center matchup. Those guys have an interesting history. Uh, Grant, you know, I don't know if I'm spending up for either of these guys. I don't know if I'm playing enough lineups to get there. We talked about Book as one of the stops along the way. Uh, they're both fine. Definitely in your tournaments, you're running MME, you know, 150 lineups or something like that. Uh, Grant, what do you have for me as far as uh, Philadelphia? No one. Yeah. I mean, if it beats out, then you can take a shot on Harris or Simmons. But if it beats playing, then I'm crossing off this entire game in all likelihood. I'm curious what we have as far as the ownership blender because this feels like a spot if you can get Embiid or Drummond at like seven percent, which it's lower than that. Is. The hamster wheel is even slower on this. Four percent. The the highest owned player in this game is four percent. Well, that makes sense, right? Well, yeah, it does make. Now with all the 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 the, the Detroit news with Griffin playing, Rose playing. I mm-hmm. mean, like the usage is back. I mean, Griffin will have usage and not just not make any shots. So, I mean. That, that's why I agree with Grant. Like, if, if if Embiid is playing, I could play Embiid. But it's not like a great – it doesn't even grade out to be that great of a play. Mm-hmm. It's an Embiid versus Drummond show. Who knows? They both get ejected. I mean, it could happen. If Embiid's out, then you could take a shot on Horford, Simmons, Harris, and those are fine. But outside of that, like, like none of them – I mean, they, they are rightfully going to be low-owned. And their probability of hitting a ceiling is much lower than other players on the slate. So in large field, I mean, you can take a shot on anyone. But if Embiid's in, it's quite likely I don't have anyone in this game. That's pretty much where I am. Uh, And, of course, Drummond and Embiid can both get to, like, 70. Like, that's absolutely possible. If you do the percentiles, Blender, they they can get to 70, right? Well, Embiid's uh, 80th percentile outcome, according to our projections, is 64 points. But that, in comparison, just understand that we have he's ten point two k. We have other guys' ceilings, 80th mm-hmm. percentile outcomes, at higher than that for two thousand cheaper. 
Oh yeah, uh, which is why he's not a particularly great play. But he's you know again. But he, he could hit it. He could. I mean, it could be. It's a twenty percent shot. Go take it. You can't play everybody. Like some people say, you can play ten percent of everyone, right, Dean? That's a ridiculous philosophy. Of course, you can't get. You can't win that. You got to take a stand in certain spots, and we shouldn't. I mean, you can. Okay, you well, that doesn't mean it's comfortable. I mean, you could do it. You can not successfully. <laughs> you yeah, if you if you do the right correlation statistically, you still can. Yeah, you get that one lucky lineup, Dean. Go for it. Ten percent fee. Well, here we go. <laughs> Uh, we should mention Jamino, of course, and Jamino and his team are all over the ownership projections. And that's uh, currently, as of right now, there's so many moving parts that uh, the closer and closer we get to lock, the more fine that becomes. And maybe if Embiid's rolled in, uh, maybe that bumps up just a little bit. But like, no matter what, basically, it seems like uh, that ownership, that game's going to be really low. If, if Embiid's out, then you might see a little bit of a bump to guys like Simmons or uh, you know Harris, I suppose, uh, Horford to some degree. But there's really not a lot to get excited about. The Detroit side is healthier. Uh, and they have a bad matchup, and their prices are rough because some of those guys were grabbing more minutes and more usage in the absence of certain players. So uh, just no reason to play anybody there. Uh, Atlanta, Cleveland, 229.5 is the total. Cleveland is a uh, one-point favorite. So, Blender, this game is high. This game is tight. Uh, it's also got two terrible teams. Um, so Collins is back. I was watching the Atlanta broadcast, and I believe they said oh, he's going to come back, he's going to start right away, and they're expecting to play 30 or 35 minutes. Um People are probably going to be waiting in C-mode as far as Collins. We have the official lineup for Atlanta. He's starting at the four with Fernando starting at the five. I presume we'll play some five as well in this game. Trey Young's got a really expensive price. Uh, this matchup is obviously good against Cleveland. They're terrible for, as far as defending guards. Uh, just, just not good in general. Obviously, it speaks to the total as well. Trey Young is more expensive than Harden. That's interesting. That's, that's <laughs> wrong. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. <laughs> Well, if only there was a committee or committee members that can like kind of speak about this in certain places. But I suppose it's an eleven game slate, Jordan. We don't have time for this, do we? We don't. We don't have time to do individual player salaries. We can, <laughs> we're not. We're not privy to that. So, what are you doing with the Hawks? Uh, cross off. They're all gone. I'm not playing us with with Collins back and his usage there. Like everyone's overpriced, and now they have a run. Evan Turner's been ruled out. Like, is that going to oh. matter that much? Okay, no. They got too many bodies. So, like. No, I'm much more interested in the Cavs on this game than the Hawks. Well, wait, just speak to that just for a second, because I think when people see a total of 229 and a tie and it's tight, and the people, oh, we have to play players in this game. They're going to play 12 guys. What are we yes. going to do here? That's why I, I just think it's worth pointing that out, because understanding how the pie, how the, how the slices are cut up, like it's worth explaining, because some people just see 229. How could you like nobody? Right, it's but, like you go to a pizza party, right? You go, you're the first one there at the pizza party. You see three pies. You're like, wow, I'm going to be able to take a lot of slices. Then next thing you know, four to 40 people show up, and you're like, but there's only three pies. I guess I have to have a half a slice. So, like, if it doesn't matter, there's three pies there. Who cares yeah. about the pies? <laughs> Talk to you about the Cavs. Sounds like you're excited about the Cavaliers. I'm not excited, but, I mean, I think uh, the, the Hawks are uh, – uh, I mean, the, the, the Cavaliers have a 115 implied total. So, like, I think on FanDuel, I think uh, Kevin Love is 6,500. I don't know why that is. I mean, he is the ceiling to 50 points. Go play him there. He's not that great of a play, 7,400 on DraftKings. But, I mean, I think you could take a shot on Sexton. I think you could take a shot on Thompson. I think you could take a shot on Gar- anyone in the starting lineup as well as uh, Kevin Porter. Uh, with Lance, with uh, Larry Nance out, I mean, you have to uh, – I mean, I, I mean, Thompson is going to get – I mean, who's going to play? What, Zizek is going to go back in the rotation? Dust off Ante Zizic. There you go. Maybe I mean, you wouldn't no. play him. But I think with this total, you could take a shot on Clarkson. I mean, he's now priced up. Like, the problem is, is that, like, Clarkson's at 5,500. Uh, Osmond is 4,000. I mean, they're in a good spot. I don't know who it's going to be, but I could see a Cleveland player putting up a 7X score that ends up in a GPP winning lineup. It's just a matter of, I don't know which one that's going to be. Well, Love, I've seen his projections. that We have 29 minutes here at RG, but like it's possible he plays 31, 32 minutes here. We've seen him get higher ceiling games, and he's averaged, what, 30 minutes in the season, but there's been so many games, there's been blowouts. That certainly hindered his minutes as well, and uh, I, I do agree that price on FanDuel is pretty good. 7.4K uh, on DK for love. And I have the fantasy draft price in front of me as well. I got to go ahead and tra- drag down and find it. He's a uh, 13.9 uh, on fantasy draft. That's pretty good as well too. 26 on Yahoo across the board. Love is probably my favorite player. You mentioned some other guys, uh, you know, that are out there. Porter is not a great fantasy appointment of player. Osmond's even worse. Garland's even worse, but the matchup is fine. Grant, jump in here as far as Cleveland and Atlanta. Uh I don't want to play anyone in Atlanta outside of John Collins. Um, he still does have some upside. 
we obviously haven't seen too much of him this season. <laughs> he was only, what, four games before he got suspended. So we know that he can get 50 points. We know that he can crush on a point-per-minute basis. We know that Trey Young's probably going to take a dip in usage here. So Trey Young's entirely off the board. But Collins, in this type of match, I think could actually do pretty well here. I don't mind him at all at 7,600. He doesn't stand out as a core play, but he's definitely a guy that I could see myself using. Over on the Cleveland side, it's two guys for me. It's Kevin Love. And strictly for tournaments, it's Sexton. Um, going up against Trey Young defense, high-scoring, high-paced game here. I could absolutely see Sexton going for 40, 45. Like, it's definitely within the realm of possibilities. I know he doesn't get a ton of minutes, but going up against Trey Young is just a spot where he can absolutely crush. And then Kevin Love, I know that, yeah, we have him project for 29 minutes. With Nance out, maybe he gets a few extra minutes. And on top of that, like, they're still fine with playing him in the low 30s. A lot of the games that he's been in recently have been blowouts. And so that's why he's only averaged about 26 minutes per game in the last four. But prior to that, he had a 39-minute game here. They're not entirely consistent on things, but this is a spot where if he ends up with 35 minutes here against Atlanta, he can absolutely crush on the slate here. So I really like Kevin Love for tournaments. Hey, uh, Blender, did you join the Broke Santa League? I just saw the, the link dropped in our chat here. They're, t- they're telling me to support the league, so I just went ahead and joined it. It's a buck. You got a buck to splurge? I don't want it on a. I'm going to. I'm going to throw in my cash lineup and throw whatever in there. Who cares? It's a, support the community. I need, I, need, I need to worry about my EV regardless. I'm not joining just willy nilly. Jo- join willy nilly. It's a dollar. Seriously, if it affects your EV, then you're not a player. I'll PayPal them. you a dollar. Just do it. Oh, so you're going to pay for me? Oh, then I'm in. I'm I in. want twenty percent of your winnings for it. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Are we going to split it now? Fine, fine. I'm going to play my cash lineup. It's a 30-man uh, contest. There's, t- there's, oh, there's only two spots left. That's going to start the collusion in the chat and the whole the, the secret chat. Okay, and the whole I'm, thing I'm putting it in just for the bro- for the broke Santas. It's a 30-man, <laughs> so fine. Maybe my cash lineup, which is yeah, going to be one of the fine. optimals from RG anyway. So whatever. Let's uh, let's enter. Fine. It's in. I'm in oh, the wait, bro- uh, Grant, you were talking about. No, the- I'm not even allowed to be in it. Is it closed? No, no. I'm I'm one. I'm, I have a million in entries. I can't enter a contest of one dollar. Well, it's not letting me. Well, yeah, you yeah, got a good excuse. See, there you go. I got out. <laughs> Sex up, by the way, projected for 32 minutes, uh, according to our, our, our projections here in the, uh, the lineup HQ. And he's a decent fantasy point better player. I mean, now Trey Young is one of the worst, if not the worst, DRPM uh, defensive player on the season. It was him and Isaiah Thomas battling it up. Of course, Isaiah Thomas not playing tonight because somebody really wanted a frosty. Um, shall we move on and talk about the, the aforementioned Isaiah Thomas's team, Washington versus the Knicks? 227 and a half is the total. This game is high. This game is tight. And the rotation blender, this is this game is more interesting than Atlanta Cleveland because Washington, they don't have any bodies. Well, they got bodies, but they're really bad bodies. <laughs> uh, uh, I think uh in cash games, like if you just loaded this game, you can't really go wrong. I mean, to some extent. Uh on the Washington side, I think Smith Ish Smith is is cash. You just plug him in. Uh, I don't think Beal is a lock, but I mean, for raw points at ninety three hundred, just pl- why not play him? That's perfectly fine over over Westbrook or over Lillard or over any. Because you probably could play one of those guys also, so you could play them both together. Uh, and then then after Smith and Beal, it comes to a matter of what positional slots do you want to fill. So like, I think at center. You don't have to use like Mahimi. I can't see playing more than twenty four minutes. He hasn't Mahimi. played more than twenty five all season, I believe. Right. So like they're gonna have to play Schofield or Pesekniks. <laughs> you know, there's gonna have all this minutes in the front court. Uh, so like take a shot. It's just that Schofield is uh, small forward, powerful eligible on drafting, so he fits in more slots. You don't have to take up a center spot on this Anjex, Pizenja, whatever. It sounds I like think small forward's like the worst position on DK tonight. Right. Yeah. So, so, and then there's also Troy Brown, who may, uh, probably won't start, but who else is going to shoot the ball in the second unit and, and close the pass? Well, I mean, Bill is the first unit and the second unit. He's going to play like 40, right. 41 minutes or something. But I think the least appealing option 30. is Isaac Bonga because he's going to basically be playing with any, I mean, he doesn't really have much use as it is. And then he's just going to be on the court with Beal the entire time. So, like, I'm much more likely to play Brown or Schofield over Bonga. But, like, if you told me you were in cash, you were playing four or five Wizards, I wouldn't call you crazy. But I don't think you have to play more than three. I think you're – yeah, I think you're – I don't think you need to get four or five. It's an 11-game slate and there's other value out there. But the obvious value plays, uh, you know, Ish, 
with no Isaiah Thomas to play, you know, 32, 33, 34, 35 minutes, something like that for sure. And that's kind of the answer to Sexton, who like Grant was talking about, and I presume Sexton's got a little ownership just because same kind of conversation as far as Lillard versus Lowry, just to a smaller degree as far as talent, as far as fantasy points per minute. Uh, Beal is just going to have a ridiculous usage. Nice matchup there against New York. He's probably going to play, you know, 37 to 41 minutes, give or take. Uh, and then Schofield, you know, uh, sure. Uh, fans draft, obviously, you don't have to worry about small forwards, but the small forward on DK, I just didn't like today. It was just sort of weird. I was kind of going through my rankings, and I wasn't a big fan across the board. Then Brown, Bonga you mentioned, but I just don't think he's he's a horrific fantasy point matter player. Like, he can get there in theory if he plays 30 minutes or so. Um, but even that, he still might, like, get 15 points or something. Grant, rank your Wizards. Uh, Beal, number one. Smith, number two. Schofield, number three. Uh Brown, number four, Mahimi, number five, Bonga, number six, Pasternak, number seven. Yeah, that seems about right to me. Um, as far as fantasy points per minute, like Admiral, amazing name. Not an amazing game just yet. Uh, you're really putting a lot on a kid naming him Admiral, by the way. You better succeed if your name is Admiral. Uh, I'd, I'd rather name him Cap. Cap? Yeah, Captain. Yeah, Maybe yeah, that's it. not his real name. Maybe he's just a big Star Trek fan. Oh, I was thinking he was in the military potentially. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I would. I like how you went immediately to Star Trek. Star Trek I'm a nerd. You, 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 you just added yourself playing. as a he's big nerd. Playing. Why? What's wrong with that? JJ Abrams over here. Admiral <laughs> um, Goldfield reporting for, for reporting on the bridge. Let's go! Come on. <laughs> Is that an actual character name? I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's there's all admirals and captains and everything in Star Trek. What is it that if you wear red, you automatically die or something like that? No, it's, red. Red is command in the old. But in the old Star Trek, the red guys were the like the menial people that. That all died. What was the color that was the tell? It was red, right? Right, it was red. Okay, but I mean, yeah. they changed it in the next generation. They changed it into a command structure. I don't want to get in, involved, but I could probably go <laughs> down for two hours on it. It's 11 games sleep. We don't have time for the shenanigans. Uh, I mean, we do, considering five games are worthless. Well, I wouldn't say worthless, but let's yeah. talk five about the Knicks. I love the Knicks. What's going on? Why can't we play the Knicks? You don't love the Knicks. I mean, you're playing the Knicks, but you don't love the Knicks. Wait, let's you don't love the Knicks, Dean? No. Love? No. I mean, Randall's 6,700. He's going up against Washington. They have no one to defend him. Randall can go for 60 points. Why don't you love Randall? I like Randall. I just don't like – just because he's wearing a Knicks jersey. I, I, I can't say love. I don't want to use that adjective. But oh, I, like I bet it. you never played, what was it, Jeremy Lin? <laughs> just lost money in DFS? I put Jeremy Lin. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, Taj Gibson is questionable. He had, he had the fish. Uh, that means a little bit, a little bit. They got 15 to 20 minutes or so or something like that as far as their bigs up front with delegated to the likes of Portis or Robinson or or Randall solidifies that front court minutes. And is Marcus Morris officially out? Where, He's where's doubtful. My... He's doubtful, okay. yeah. Okay, so that's one another reason why we like New York. Uh, I saw – I was in the, the Discord. Blender, you were in Discord earlier today. Tell the people about Discord because I know you're in there a lot. Go in there and uh, and talk about NBA. We're in there all today. Tip, typically in Discord, in the NBA channel, uh, anytime between like four and and eight are like that. That's that's crazy time and uh, and people yelling out stuff that doesn't matter. All the other times, it's beautiful strategy time. <laughs> well, shots fired at Discord. People no, are also just, look at the projections. What's so complicated? That's what I'm looking at. I'm going to answer you that way, so I don't see the point in asking you. Some people like like more thoughts than just projection models. Yeah, but the thoughts are in the like. Grant, me and you agreed on everything so far this late, and it's because I just looked at the number. Yeah, right. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. I, right. I, like there, there's occasional guys to win GPPs. There's occasionally guys that aren't really projected well, but I that mean, does yeah. the ceiling. But they show that also. That's the ceiling projections. Sometimes projections can be wrong. No, they can't be wrong. It's just a range of outcomes, and you just got an outcome that didn't have, wasn't highly likely to. That's occur. a cardi answer if I ever heard one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's the, <laughs> the right projections answer. Can, it was just a bad variance. It was an, it was an outlier. It's, <laughs> it really is math, math. Really is great when you're on team math. You can't lose, right? Yeah. You can't. Yeah, apparently it was a, that outcome was accounted for in the projections. By the way, how ridiculous is him taking a W on playing Michael Thomas this week? <laughs> Do you not like Cardi? I just like having fun. I get along Twitter. great with Cardi. It just infuriates me whenever he takes a W. Like he's had some great calls. I use the blitz. Just when he takes a W on something like that or an injury. Like you get so angry at him on Twitter. I don't know. Why. I do. It's just for his W's that he shouldn't be taking. 
Yeah, but you have to understand that there are people that didn't play him. Oh, yeah. It's not like everyone has access to every information system and pays all attention. Like, because a guy's not 100% owned doesn't mean that, oh, people are way too low on him. It means people, some people play fantasy football for fun and don't know Jack. Hey, uh, Blender, rank your Knicks for me. Uh, Okay. Uh, In cash, I think the only one that I, I would play in cash is Randall. Uh, and then in GPP, I may have a lot of this. I think because what's going to happen in GPP in the large fields is that these wizards are going to be chalky. And if you're going to play any wizards in your lineup, like you're going to be overlapping. So I think, like, if you're going to play like Ish, Beal, Randall, like you, that, that's going to be so common. You better make sure your other five slots are contrarian. But if let's say you don't play, you play only one of Ish and Beal, and then you play one of the Browns or the Schofields, and then instead of playing Randall, you could go rotate, you know, you could play R.J. Barrett. You could play Damian Dotson. You could play Mitch Robinson. But I think the best play he's going to be starting is Elf Payton because Marcus Morris actually has usage. So once you take Marcus Morris off the court, like Payton's going to have the ball in his hand way more often and not another shooter to pass it to. So Washington's front court had they have no rim projection. So why couldn't Peyton this game it play twenty seven to twenty nine minutes and for fifty one hundred put up forty points? Well, I was going to say I think he's cash game playable. I don't know if you need him for cash necessarily. You don't have a ish. slot for him. The problem yeah, is you that's the other part. Is you're probably playing Lillard. Point guard eligible. Correct, uh, and it's a different build on fantasy draft, obviously, where you can roll out what five or six guards or something like that when you count the utility slots. Um, but what, what do you say, Grant, as far? Yeah, yeah Grandel seems like the best play. Uh, Peyton seems pretty interesting. I don't mind Barrett either. Robinson for tournaments, he's always super handsy. I, you look at the Washington side, like who's going to get him in foul trouble? You never know. Maybe Admiral, Jan, who, uh, Beal, driving in the basket, but he just finds foul trouble. Dotson, for like as an ambitious tournament play, he's super cheap, and he can play 20, 25 minutes, maybe even 27. It's the Knicks. Who really knows? Uh, Knox is like whatever. I don't like playing Knox. I don't think he's very good. Uh, I mean, it's too early to call him a bust, but I'm going to call him a bust. Sure, why not? Uh, what do you say here, Grant, as far as New York? Love Randall. Love Peyton. Love Barrett. Really like Robinson Fairman. Randall's by far and away my favorite turn, my favorite play in cash. Like, he should just – he should crush here. Um, and I still like him for tournaments. He, he's shown us many times in the past that he absolutely has some upside. Without Morrison there, he should get a little bit more usage. I I can't argue with playing any of these guys. Um it's just that simple. If Robinson gets into some trouble, maybe Portis gets a little bit extra run. Like, honestly, going up against Washington, this is a spot where he could. And we know what Portis' upside is. He's 4,800. He can get 45 points in this type of matchup here. But if I had to rank him, I'd probably go with Randall, Peyton, Barrett, Robinson, Portis. I think I'm right there with you. Um, all right, let's move on. Got a bunch of games on layaway. This is another catch-me-up game, far as I can tell. Uh, Utah in Miami, 212.5 is the total. That's not very high. Two good defensive teams. Miami is a four-point favorite. Uh, you know, the South Beach flu, it feels like that might be going down. Utah, it's definitely a distinctive living environment that isn't visiting Miami. Uh, I have no interest on anybody in the Utah Jazz, 5-4-3-2. Anybody want to play a Jazz player? One? No. Literally uh, no one. There's, there's no one that I'm even considering for my pool. So the Miami Heat, basically as healthy as they're going to be. I know Winslow's still uh, still out, but the matchups aren't very, you know, aren't great. They aren't, uh, you know, positive or whatever. Uh, Bam Adebayo has just been crushing all season long. Certainly you can play him in tournaments. And, like, this kind of speaks to what you were talking about, Blender, as far as playing, like, five guys in the New York-Washington game if you're going to stack it up and everybody's going to have that. Well, I mean, you could play five, quote-unquote, chalky guys in that game. And if you have, like, a 5% out of bio, I don't know if it's 5%. That's off the dome. I'd say give or, give or take that's probably what his percentage is going to be. I mean, of course, he's going to be more. He'll, he'll be more the rest of your lineup and everything else. But if he smashes, then who cares how chalky the rest of your lineup is because you're already different than 95% of the field with that one player. Your thoughts as far as Miami? Again, that's – I think you could play Jimmy. I think you could play Bam. There's nobody else I'd consider. But, again, I don't even know if I'm getting to those guys. Yeah, that, I mean, that, but that's the context of when you play GPPs. That's why, like, if you told me that you're going to play a guy from this game, like, in a vacuum, none of them stand out for ceiling probability. But if you're gonna, if that that's the case of, oh well, I'll play the guy in the game because no one else is playing because I'm playing a chalky lineup. But if you're not playing a chalky lineup, I don't even know why you're looking at this game to begin with because I there, there are other contrarian spots that I think are better. But if you told me you wanted someone in this game, I, 
Just play them in a – don't play all 2% on guys in the same lineup or don't play a single-entry 1,000-man contest and, like, I'm going to stack this game. It's like the probability isn't high that this is the game that goes off. So, like, just like I said before, like, I literally I, – I can't – I'm just not – I'm going to be making my pool in 20 minutes. No one from this game will be in. Grant, Miami, anything? I mean, we're talking about high upside. Butler. I mean, yeah. maybe it's going to be a close game here in all likelihood. It's a four-point spread. We could see Butler play high 40s minutes. And I know high that. High 40s? What is it, overtime? Sorry, That's high 30s. Way could do well, high, actually, high 40s. Miami's played a lot of overtime games this year. Yeah, no, no, let's be honest. They, he's that. been in the mid-40s multiple times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> high 30s, like, he has huge upside. He does. Uh, if he's going to be in there for a large person game, which I get like they're a little more healthy, it's a little bit less likely, but he's 8.1K and there's a guy that was 9.5K not too long ago. He has the most upside of most guards slash small forwards on the slate here. Like he's going to come in at sub 5% ownership. He's the one guy I would consider in tournaments. Outside of them, probably nothing. Like if you want to game stack it with Mitchell, Butler, Bam, and Gobert. You can do that just based on the hope that it's going to go to double overtime, and that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a super, uh, you know, ambitious. Idea, I mean, in I Miami's it. range of outcomes, it's happened a lot. Five <laughs> percent um, is Butler's ownership. Bam Adebayo is two percent for what it's worth, and that's the two highest guys in Miami. As far as the Utah side, if you bring them in, Mitchell's two percent, Gobert is two percent, and then we understand why it makes sense. The, can they not get there? Of course they can get there, but their route is not nearly as clean. Siri would not sing on this route to the, to the most fantasy points. They're definitely it's a it's the scenic route for sure. Let's move on before I keep going with that terrible concept, that terrible visual. Uh, what do we have next? Oh, San Antonio versus Memphis. 226.5 is a total. Memphis is a two-point dog here. Um, I don't know what to do with this game, Blender. I feel like you're doing stuff. Yeah, I'm doing stuff. If, if Joe Val, he's questionable, right? Last I saw. Okay, yeah. he's questionable. Uh, I think this, the, the, game, the key components of this game are the point guards on both teams. Uh, for GPPs, John Morant at 7,100 for the Grizzlies and DeJounte Murray at 5,900. Okay, I'm going to explain to you the concept. Look at all the chalk that we've been talking about. Look at all, look at Ishmith, look at Beal, look at Lillard, look at, uh, at, at Peyton, look at, uh, they're all guard eligible. Like all the other guards in, in, in the pool are going to go under owned. Now it doesn't make Morant a great play. It doesn't make Murray a great play, but these are two guards that if they get the minutes, they have 50 point ceilings and at their prices at 7,100 and 5,900 in a game where that has a 227 total of two teams that don't really play defense. Well, like the problem with these teams is that the rotations are big. Like, the minutes could go multiple ways. Morant could play 26 minutes. Durante uh, Murray could play 17 minutes sometimes. I mean, you don't know. So, I think uh, if Valanchunas is out, I'm more likely to be interested in Morant because, you know, Valanchunas does have usage. Uh, and uh, Murray on the side of uh, uh, for, for San Antonio because no one in this game is projected to be more, more than 7%. And if I'm able to pivot off of, a B, off of one of the chalky guards and play one of these guys instead – and get the leverage there directly at the position. One does bad and one does great. I think that's great for large field GPPs. But then anyone else in this game is like, take take a shot on Jared Jackson. Take a shot. Like, it's a good game environment. It's just that the rotations are big and the minutes tilt, you don't know, in each, in each direction. Yeah, Valentinus, 25 minutes as far as the projection. He's been a great fantasy point minute player, but as of right now, he's questionable and you really can't play him. Can't lock him in. Certainly not on a site like a fantasy draft or uh FanDuel. I just can't imagine that there's no information, no clarity going up the lock. Uh, those minutes would they get delegated out. Like maybe Jackson would be a little bit more secure, but he's already playing about 30 minutes or so. Uh, Clark might get bumped up a bit. Or they might just play like, you know, Solomon Hill might get some run. Not that you want to play Solomon Hill. I'm just trying to figure out where those minutes are going. Uh, Grant, who's your favorite play in this game? By far, not even remotely close, Troll J. You're used to be favorite nineteen year old. Um, My favorite twenty year old now. Yeah. Oh, there's Luca. Yeah. Never mind. Oh yeah. No, he has like he has so much upside. Like if he can stay out of foul trouble, will he stay out of foul trouble? No oh. idea. Absolutely no clue. Irrelevant in the fact that 
Like Blender's talking about his ceiling outcome. His ceiling outcome, if he just stays out of foul trouble, is 80th percentile outcome in that is 55. He's 6,600. No, it's 43, according to our projection. <laughs> I'm saying if he stays out of foul trouble. That's incorporated. Oh, so that's what – oh, I got – oh, I forgot to – oh, I got to – Trust I the projections. That's what I learned now. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that that doesn't include that. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, like, if he stays and Can out I of do foul the trouble. horn? Can I do the horn? Horn. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon has been ruled out. Oh, I was hoping he'd be in, so now I don't – I got to think about that now? Oh, all right. I don't, I don't have I don't have Mangone's little thing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, hold on. No, I do. <laughs> Why do you have a cowbell? Is we that need required more for every house like in We need more cowbell. <laughs> hey, oh, you want more cowbell, huh? How have you never done – how is this the first time you're busting out the cowbell? At least on my recollection. Maybe I, I forgot that this happened on a previous show. Um, yeah, that's, that's a nice uh, prop to have there. Um, okay, we'll talk about that. You, you guys have any thoughts as far as Indiana with Brogdon being out? Anything change for you guys? Like, are we, I mean, are we excited? Holiday. Is the value there better than like the value in other games? Is sort of the question. Is it going to be as chalky as the other games? <laughs> Wait on Jamino like, and find out. Well, yeah, well, Jamino's on it. I'm sure he's tinkering, but you know, the hamster wheel's on the, on the, I don't think Aaron Holiday is, it's his 4,400. He's not better than Ishmith. He's not, he's not, I mean, I think this bumps up Sabonis' usage a bit. But, I mean, we've mentioned it before when we took over, when if Brogdon's going to be out, you get, you know, Holiday McConnell's 4,200. It, it's not the players. It's that the, they're priced like, like you can play them and they probably do have a floor, but, like, I still don't prioritize them over, like, the Wizards guys. Uh, Lamb coming back from, uh, from his injury is 4.6K, by the way. Like that seems cheap if he gets him if he can get some run and a little bit of extra usage, uh, it's a little it might be a little bit ambitious because you don't really know what you're getting. But I, I presume he's healthy. Um, just trying to see the prices and then, you know take advantage of that again. Nothing about nothing great about, about the matchup, but minutes tr- kind of trumps everything. Let's move on. Let's talk about uh, we're done with Spurs Memphis. Do you have any more thoughts on that game, Grant, or shall I move on? Let's move on. We got to speed things up, boys. Denver, Phoenix, two eighteen is the total. Phoenix is a three point dog. Grant, what's the, doing to anything for you in this game? Joker, he's all right. Nobody's End playing him. Back to back, nobody's playing him. You got the girth of Baines on the other side. Like I think it'd be a benefit to Joker if Aiton was actually going to play. He's a pretty horrific defender, but Aiton, of course, is out. Uh, combination of Baines and I guess Kaminsky, uh, Sharich, as far as their front court. Not that those guys are you know, stalwarts, anything to be afraid of. But uh, the ownership, you probably have it right in front of you there, Blender. I'm assuming Jok- uh, Jokic, uh, combining Joker and Jokic, and I made a weird word, uh, is We've like all done it. 7%. It's not 4%. high. 4%. The hamster yeah. wheel says 4. Yeah. The, the only place in this done. game with, with, with Rubio back for the Suns, I'm speeding things up. We got four more games in yeah. 12 minutes. Uh, Baines at uh, 4,700. Like he has he against the front court of with Plumlee and Millsap and and he has to play. Like Kaminsky's not good enough defensively, and Sarge can't play the five against Jokic. So like Baines has to play thirty minutes, and at forty seven hundred, I don't care that it's a bad matchup. Like he he's he's gonna get there. I mean his his floors. I mean he should be playing probably playing him in cash, and then in GPP you could take a shot on Millsap and Jokic on the other side of like if Baines. Get, it gets into foul trouble, like it's going to be like these guys can't defend those guys. So, like you could, it's it, to me the whole game is the front court. If Baines is cash viable, everyone else is tournament viable, uh, and the back courts I just stay away from because I think they're just better options for the price. Yeah, I know. Trust their projections a thing, and of course, basketball projections are really, really sharp and they're pretty predictable. Uh, you can't get them perfect, obviously. I'm lower than the projection on Baines. Uh, I just. He has not had a ceiling game in a long time. I think he's still probably hurting to some degree. The matchup is bad. I'm not certain he's going to play 32, 33 minutes. I know, like, I understand why they would need him against, you know, the big front court there uh, of Denver. Also, there's potential foul trouble against the likes of, of Jokic. Dude, I did it again. Jokic, what am I doing? I I'll do it. Yeah, well, uh, nonetheless, uh, I understand why people are landing on Baines. I understand why he's popping up, you know, as far as, you know, dollar for dollar. I just think I'll have less in the field. If I land on Dean, we have more things to talk about. Baines is like, is he not a highly projected guy? Yeah, but I think he's more of a cash play. If you want to play him in cash and center, but I mean, yeah, you're right. You could play, you could play different guys in GPP. Uh, Grant, do you have anything else in this game that you like? I'm going to, I'm just going to take over Gene Dean's job. Yeah, let's move on to the next game. 
Well, Grant, what do you want to talk about? You're getting very excited over there. New Orleans. It's almost like we have multiple games with a 230 total here and injury news to worry about and one that doesn't have one. Yeah, we can do that quickly. But a 230 total as far as New Orleans and Portland. Portland's a six-point favorite. Uh, Okay, Grant, what do you have? Um, On the Portland side, I think that if Melo's out, I think it gives a bump to all these guys. But even if Melo's in there, McCollum, Whiteside, and Lillard are all way too cheap. McCollum has a massive ceiling considering that he's 6,500. He's been putting up 40 plus in four straight. He's 6,500. I don't understand this price tag at all. He's a fantastic play on this slate. We get Whiteside going up against one of the best matchups you can possibly have, a guy that's been putting up 50 plus recently. He's 7,900. He's white. Embiid and Drummond are not viable at all on this slate to me. Whiteside is an absolutely fantastic play. And Lillard, we've already gone through it. We know that he's going to put up some points. It's just, is he going to have a ceiling game with his high price tag? Doesn't really matter. Lillard's still a fantastic play. He's 8,300. He's going up against the Pelicans. This game is going to be very high scoring. So over on the Portland side, all those guys are absolutely fantastic plays. And if Mel is out, Scal is a guy that you can probably go with. He should get boosted. Mancy is 3,100. A lot of different pivots that you can make in the later games, considering we're waiting on the town suits. Over on the... New Orleans side, a little bit more constricted there. I really, really like Ingram, and I'm okay with Drew Holiday. All right. Uh, I agree with most of that. I'm not really on the New Orleans side so much, but sure, you can play. You can run it back with Ingram. Favors is another guy that kind of pops uh, just because his minutes projection has been jumped up now from 25 to 27 minutes or something like that. Pretty decent fantasy point minute player, and his uh, price is not fully adjusted. Of course, Lillard has the best matchup at all basketball from a DVA perspective, and his price is inexplicably dropped egregiously. Uh, on DK and fantasy draft as well. So just hammer Lillard, just an amazing cash game play, of course, for tournaments as well. Uh, clean it up, Blunder. What else do you have for us in this game? What do we not talk about? Nothing. The, my my On the expert survey today, if you're, if you're a premium member, my hot take, which I hate writing because I don't predict outcomes, but my <laughs> hot take is, based on these ceiling outcome projections, uh, I predict that the winning large field GPP lineup on DraftKings will contain possibly at least one, if not two, of Lillard, McCollum, and Whiteside. Okay. Uh, I, th- I thought it was going to be hotter. That was, that's that's yeah, kind of that, that's, that's very tepid. That's not scalding. We just scolding. went into a lukewarm bath with that take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, but I'm, I'm not projecting an outcome. I'm just saying that the winning lineup will most likely have one of these guys. Well, if it's going to have Lillard, most likely. Not not most. No, it could be McCollum. It could be McCollum and Whiteside. It could just be Whiteside. You said one of the three. Right, one of the three. You're right. One or two of the three. So it's not a hot take. <laughs> not all three. I don't think all three will get there. I don't think many people thought that's definitely possible. <laughs> I don't we have to explain the blender what a hot take is off air. Um anything else? for me, that's the fact that I'm giving anything is a hot like <laughs> I'm in the Discord with like, what do you think is gonna happen tonight? I don't know. Only God knows. I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know what's gonna happen. Houston you know the probability. I'm glad so I'm looking at the numbers. So why don't you look at the numbers? I'm looking the at the overlooked probability on the, on the blitz show, even Cardi math man, the is willing to take a hot take and he'll fire out some hot takes for the people. So just, yeah. just yeah, he's, he's, he's giving up some of his integrity by doing it. <laughs> he's just, he's answering the question. That's no, hot hot take is based people. off of other people's perception. It's not about odds and probability. It's based off of perceived odds and probability by other people. So a hot take is something that the numbers justify. Grant, we have two games well left. Known. Do you understand there's a time constraint grant? Have you not? I went through the entirety of that game in 30, 30 seconds, Dean. I can do it again. Well, we, <laughs> he had the ring of his hot take, and we couldn't just let that go. Uh, Dean and Menzel, I, I will take your advice, uh, advice next time. Houston, Sacramento, 230 is a total. Sacramento is a six-point dog here. Bogdanovich is questionable. Uh, Harden, Harden's on the slate. We have value. We can get some Harden. We want some Harden. We want some Harden, Grant? Yes. <laughs> there he's succinct. Do you, you want play Harden? Harden? You can play Westbrook. I probably wouldn't play both in the same lineup. Sacramento is not as great of a matchup as they were in the past, but still not a bad spot by any means. They obviously have massive amounts of upside. Westbrook's been doing great. Harden obviously has one of the highest ceilings on the slate, and we have enough value to play him, so we can absolutely play him, and I will play him. He's a guy that you can go with over on the Sacramento side. There's really only two guys that I'm looking at. It is Buddy Hyde, and it is De'Aaron Fox. I think you can play one or only one of them either one of them are fine in your lineups but they're not by any means the best play on the slate they're just going to be much lower owned off options than other guys in the mid 6k range i think you can play some bagley in theory uh i i, I like fox more than i like healed in the old vacuum i understand his different positions blender what do you have for us 
Uh, this is the game that I may have the most of in my GPP pool. Okay, uh, it's a it's a one it's one thirty total. Uh, I think people don't realize that with Fox backs, the the Kings actually play faster. They were the slowest paced team. They have to, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have to, right? I mean, that's the so Fox is if I mean, he's he's uh, he's starting now, right? He's sixty four hundred. Mm-hmm. Like with no Bogdanovich, that rotation in the back is going to get a little bit more. He's questionable for the record. Oh, he's questionable. Okay. So you got Fox, you got Heald, you got Bagley, you got Bielitsa even, you got Holmes, and, and you got all the Capella on the other side, Westbrook or Harden, you got House, you got Tucker. You, I, I have no problem including, like, the entire game. Wow. Limiting groups and just letting it roll because, like, I may not play Westbrook and Harden together. By the way, Wonder, this should have been your hot take. Yeah, this is it. exactly why, what why a hot take is. this not your hot take? This, this is not, but this is, I'm not predicting an outcome. I'm just saying that. Yes, you're predicting, a hot take I'm means not predicting you could an say outcome. The, you're predicting an outcome based on the percentages, <laughs> the Houston-Sacramento game is one of the best game stacks on the slate. Only because it's because under-owned. You tell me these guys are 5% more owned. That's what a hot take is. Tell you Go this to is under-owned. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but that's not projecting a score. A hot take doesn't have to be projecting a score. Like if you're expecting this to be the win- amount to be the winning amount of DK points, you can say you'll get this from this many players. That's what a hot take is. Yes, five players from this game are in the winning lineup or something like that. Hot take. Yeah, one of these players, for- and I'm just going to play all of them. <laughs> so what does it matter? All right. Uh, g- give me your favorite two players. Favorite? I don't yeah. know these guys personally. Who's my well, favorite? On a basketball court, not like okay. a who you want to Based, like on, to based on the projections, number wise, uh, I I would I would go for like it's hard. To, it's Fox or Heald or Harden or Westbrook. Is that close enough? Is that better oh, for you? It has to be because we have three minutes left and we got Minnesota Golden State. You are dodging over there. You're like, like really, I don't know, gosh, dodging the. Guys. I don't know who it's going to be. It's going to be one of them, and I'm just going to play ten lineups, and five will be in one, and five will be in the other, and that's it. <laughs> all right uh they're talking about macklemore revenge in the in the chat which is kind of funny uh, minnesota golden state 221 and a half is a total golden state is a one-point dog uh we don't know about cat if cat is out obviously uh the the gorgeous dong uh, should be unleashed to some degree napier was one of the uh, potentially chalked as your players at least earlier in the day where he's cheap or he's cheap is on dk and fans draft he's probably 10 bucks on yahoo as well but he had the fish so he is questionable it's a late game hammer so definitely set your lineups up accordingly uh grant what are you doing as far as the minnesota side and feel free to pivot over to golden state as well if cats out then wiggins dang teague all good plays um napier if he's playing not a bad salary saving option that's pretty much it like it's just all depend on the cat news over on the other side i really like d'angelo russell he's too cheap here considering what his ceiling is and hot take blender burks outscores ish smith by 20 oh Hot but bad, but yeah, okay, that is a hot take. Why is it? Why is it that hot? Well, it's very hot. Well, why is it that bad? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it's not horrific. You might. This is this is the clip they're going to splice, uh, like at eleven o'clock at night, and show me what a moron I am for for giving you a hard time about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited for that. Point to the scoreboard. Uh, yeah, if you can get the like, 31, 32, 33 minutes out of Draymond and Russell against Minnesota, especially without Cat, I think they're pretty interesting uh, for tournaments. This is an interesting tournaments game as well, but. It's incomplete information, Blender. What do you have for me as of right now? I like the Warriors side more than the the, the Wolves side. I think Russell's in play. I think uh, Draymond is in play. I think Burks is in play. I think Damian Lee's even in play at 4,300. This is one of those uh, using the manage entries on your lineup HQ uh, and uh, and depending on how your lineups are doing at like 9 o'clock at night, waiting for the news and then start making pivots. So I may be leaving, especially since I'm playing a lot of uh, Pelicans and Portland and and Rockets and Kings. Like, I'll be able to react to it. I'll have all the optionality I need. You're so backloaded. That's, that's another reason for it. So to me, this is a to-be-determined. I would like Napier if he starts and plays with no Towns, but, I mean, I, I can't say anything at this point. If Towns is in, I don't like anyone on the, on the Wolves anymore. Yeah, and, and and that's it. And we got we got news. Valanciunas will start, and uh, Marcus Morris and Gibson are tech, are officially out. Oh, okay, that makes Newark a little bit more interesting. I mean, you know, right, that probably bumps up Robinson to some degree. Yeah, Robinson's uh, starting. Oh, there it is, six to midnight. Oh boy, that means he'll get his two fouls within the first two minutes of the game. Who, who's going to foul 
How is he going to get fouled by who? My wrap. We got to go. Uh, Grant, I hesitate to ask for hot takes, but Grant, give me a hot take. Burks outscores Ish Smith by 20. You want to reiterate yours, Blender, or you want to just go? Uh, the fact that I have a hot take is a hot take. He's Grant. He's Blender. I'm Dean. Stay tuned for crunch time. Happy holidays. We're out of here. Holler. Thank you.